0: Hello and welcome to Indie Apocalypse Radio, the number one game radio show that happens at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on twitch.tv and later whenever you decide to download it, I guess if you listen to podcasts or listen to it on the web. I am your host Andrew, the n- the number one host of this show and the only host of this sh- aforementioned show. And I am just kind of like on a Saturday night and I'm here to hang out with my guests including this first guest here Jordan who you may know oh I'm ahead of myself you may know from his work on Mop Boy in issue six of Indiepocalypse Jordan Eggleston Jordan how you doing
1: hi I'm doing great happy to be here
0: glad to have you here Mm -hmm. so um I gotta ask so I have a question here from our previous guest. And this is an important question, and it is, if you were a fast food chain,
1: what chain would you be? Ooh, is this like existing fast food chains? I think that's open to interpretation. Okay. Well, so, I feel like I've got a big thing for Mexican food, um, but I, I also feel like there aren't like Taco Bell doesn't really count. But I still haven't really found my limit to how many of their Taco Supremes I can like eat. Like I hit six and it wasn't enough. <laughs> so I feel like if it were my job to just like stuff as many Taco Supremes as I could into someone's mouth, that's a pretty good job to have. Some okay. with Taco Bell.
0: That seems like a like I'm not sure what the qualification for that job would be. Or, I guess what function that job provides
1: well, I guess the job in this case is the the food chain itself, okay, so like you know, I'm not exactly like a cashier, I'm just the concept of the taco bell
0: okay, so now, a taco supreme, what is a taco supreme exactly
1: i I feel like it's not what I think it is. But I think it is just like, it's just like a small taco. It's got your beef in there. It's yeah. got some, like, there's like the regular taco, which has like beef and cheese, maybe, I think. Yes. But then the tacos and cream throws sour cream into the mix and some lettuce and like three cubes of, of like tomatoes. Wow. And then you're good to go.
0: Back in my heady Taco Bell days, when I ate a lot more Taco Bell, I would eat, I would just get like gorditas
1: the gorditas
0: the, cheesy, the cheetah the cheesy
1: gorditas oh well now they got like a cheesy gordita crunch i'm pretty sure i don't know what's in it but i've i've heard that combination of words before so i assume it's real
0: i assume we're talking about the same thing i've 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 oh. I to what the context of a gordita is and like what kind of food it is i mean it's, it's beef tortilla and cheese
1: I see. So the the cheesy gordita crunch is really like that's just that is the gordita.
0: Right, but the thing is it's a soft shell with a hard shell inside of it and cheese in between.
1: Oh. Keeping the two shells wow. together. That's uh that's impressive. I feel like wow. I think so. I am googling images now. So <laughs> yeah, that is that is very impressive.
2: Wait, shit. Oh, have I
0: been, uh... Okay, no, I'm good. I don't know what happened. I think I have a very sensitive microphone wire, and I got a little spicy with it. All this taco talk. And I (laughs) jiggled it a little, and my audio dipped out for a second, but we're good now. Okay, sweet. I saw all those bars disappear, and I thought, oh, that's the end of it all.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad it wasn't.
0: But in the meantime.
1: Oh, hello. Did it? Oh no, I can't hear you. I don't know if it if it died again, or you just fell in a a hole.
0: I yeah my yes I fell in a hole. I am back from the hole. The hole was called me having my microphone cable intermingle with my headphone cable. And the two of them wrestling for control, and the headphone cable is win. For a hole <laughs> headphone cable is always going to win, but that's all aside, so I mentioned it up at the top, Mop boy, what's mop boy i don't let's pretend I don't know what it is. what's mop boy? well,
1: so I'm just gonna let the the listeners know right now um I'm gonna do a much worse job at explaining what Mot boy is than um my my friend Paige, who's going to be coming on later. But my synopsis Ooh, is that... Spoilers! Uh, ...this game about this kid, and his name is Mop, but he also mops, and your job is to, like, clean up the restaurant okay. that your family owns. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's, like, the gameplay aspect is you're, you're just smacking the mess out of, like, grease monsters and stuff. But then there's also the story, which is you, um, like kind of facing off against this health inspector with your family and you get to like talk to your family members and stuff and and like experience that whole no, thing like
0: This health so, ins- it sounds like okay you're talking about fighting grease monsters and it sounds like this health inspector is just trying to do his job
1: well i mean that's what you'd like to believe yeah. but you know maybe there's a little something going on like why are these grease monsters attacking now during this health inspection
0: <laughs> you know that's a good question the rat's always seem to show up when the health inspector comes. I yeah. Know. I don't know about this. I don't, I don't trust this mop boy. He's up,
1: <laughs> to something. he's up to... He's just... He's. I think mop boy is just trying to do his job, you know? Oh, shit. Maybe we all are.
0: Damn. Damn. Maybe we are all trying to do our job and then we're all just pinned against each other naturally. Wow. Unlocking the secrets of this year. So, I have... Imp- to... S- to go sideways with my usual important question of how did you hear about this? Cause you didn't. Cause I think I emailed you about it. Yeah. Indie the broader concept of joining it. So the other question I suppose is, Hey, why did you answer that Indie apocalypse email?
1: Well, um, I mean, we, we read like all of our emails. I'm pretty sure, except for the ones that are like, you've got an upcoming payment. We don't read those ones. Oh, I read um, those
0: twice and go, oh, shit, what is that for?
1: <laughs> uh, but I remember we we read the Indiepocalypse, uh, like, email, and I just thought that it was, first of all, that it was crazy that you were offering us money. It definitely seemed like it was supposed to be the other way around. Because we, we've also been a part of, like, other events and things, yeah. and it's always, like, pay this to to advertise your game. Yeah, Um I've-
0: there is there is one coming up that is like pay $75 for the judging process and then like $600 to be part of our digital event.
1: Yeah, that's like like very wild but prominent for sure. Um, but like the more we looked into Indie and stuff, it really seemed to be kind of similar to what we were doing in the sense that it's it's like like it's not just Indie is there to bring in a bunch of like indie games. Indiepocalypse Apocalypse in itself is like a like an indie magazine like you know it's I feel like the fact that you run it and like are totally in charge of you know plucking people and stuff or like deciding who gets in there and everything it just felt very like genuine um and it was just crazy that we were even being offered to like get in there like so early on it was like issue 6 yeah um so yeah, I mean, reading it wasn't wasn't hard at all and then uh responding to it, I mean, we've always got to kind of get ourselves together cuz there's three of us. Yeah. Um but uh that was I feel like the more I learned about an apocalypse, the more I was like we should definitely do this. Like this seems really fun. Okay, I'm glad cuz
0: sometimes it feels like it's really difficult to like pay people. Okay, not not the cover artists are very easy to pay. I just say, would you like to make a cover? And I get sometimes I get emails back like right away. Like, yes, I would love if you gave me money to do work. <laughs> Game developers, though, they're, they're a tricky bunch. I'm like, I would like to give you money for you to do no work. And they're
1: like,
2: mm, I
1: don't know about <laughs> this. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like people, uh, uh, indie games in particular, uh, or at least the, um, uh, the people that make them are, yeah, I'd say like a tricky bunch. Yeah these are like our babies, you know. And even if it's like, I will pay you money to like show your your child a little, just like to a little pocket of the world. It's like, well, you know, I don't know if like there's a lot of people that get hung up on like, is my baby ready? Right. Like, you know, is it like they don't want to show it um because they're not like. But also I feel like it, at, at any point is a great point to show off your game. Like it doesn't have to be. A perfect form of art. It can just be well, I mean, in progress. It's It'll
0: never be perfect.
1: Ooh, double true. <laughs> so you just gotta like because you can always things. add more,
0: right? Exactly. Or take
1: away. You know, you're like, uh, I don't like this.
0: Right. You add 15 more systems. You're like, oh, I don't like these middle 12 systems. So let me get rid of all those. It's true. How many collect- <laughs> how many collectibles does Mop Boy have?
1: Collectibles. Yeah
0: uh so that I can well my character percentage my percentage completed do i i like- mean currently
1: we've got like a goo jar and if you like clean up all of the gunk in like a, a level then it fills it up to the top so like we got that
2: okay so you're um,
0: like golden mop heads scattered around the levels no like oh well those are coming okay, so <laughs> side quests i get like platinum do not slip signs <laughs>
1: That should be a thing. I feel like how many, how many, and then of course you... like the the mandatory um, what entire room of the house where you can see all the stuff you've collected. Yeah, like how yeah, do you, how do
0: you fit to succeed nowadays without a crafting
1: system, you've gotta have a crafting system. Otherwise, it's not really a video game.
0: No, I need to. I need to like manage twelve different currencies for some reason because somebody <laughs> finds it enjoyable somewhere. I guess. Anyway. Video games are a th- uh, are a thing that ex- do you play video games Jordan
1: do you Jordan do you play any video games? Oh boy, do I play video games! What? <laughs> um, yeah, I play I play some games. I recently I feel like I haven't played as many like in my in my gaming prime, right. which was probably like a few years ago. I was just like knocking out indie game after indie game, really trying to kind of see what everybody was up to. Yeah. Um, but now uh i've mostly just been playing like a whole lot of smash bros i beat no i didn't beat hades but i tried to beat hades um i, I got a super mario 3d world which i don't play a lot of mario games but i figured i should check them out
2: yeah
1: there's, um, there's pretty good you can yeah. really
0: jump and it usually is fun to play
1: yeah there's a lot of of really interesting like things that they do in terms of accessibility and like they never really force you to, to complete something right, which I think is just a big Nintendo thing.
0: Like Right. Well, I mean they make games for children, so
1: Mm. Mm-hmm, yeah. But for very this it's, it's just interesting looking at all their like design choices and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I feel like let me see what else. The other thing is I don't like sometimes I'll I'll play like I play a lot of games. Like regularly, but also sometimes I'll peek into a bunch of games. Like, I'll just pop open a demo or something and I'll play like a few minutes of that just to see what's going on there. Um, I
0: had for about a month or so, I went through my entire Steam catalog playing a little bit every game and like basically like doing a mass culling of I'm never going to actually play this game, I'm going to hide it forever kind of thing.
1: Wow. That's probably a lot of games because I feel like you can really collect Steam games very easily.
0: Yes. And I was definitely like, I think when those when those sales, do people still get excited about Steam sales?
1: Uh, I feel like it's not as big, but I'm yeah. sure it happened. Oh, especially like what summer sales and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, yeah, never mind. Definitely. Like okay, I feel I was like I I
0: don't know if like uh people have stopped getting excited for it or if all the people I know like we all got in early and now we did have too many games and we don't care anymore. <laughs>
1: Well, there's always someone who needs more games.
0: Right. Somebody needs a, a copy, all the copies of, like, Iron Hearts or whatever. And all these, yeah. That's how you end up with, like, 15 European strategy games that all look exactly the same and feel exactly the same. And you're like, well, I guess they're worth 80 cents, so.
1: Yeah, mine is, I mean, you know, at that point, you can buy six games for, like, $4. Yeah, sure, why not?
0: Right, yeah, I, I, who cares if I'll ever never play all of these games? Doesn't hurt to have them. But anyway, are there any you know, you said you hadn't played much Mario. Is there anything <clears throat> that you consider to be like a blind spot in your your game history?
1: Oh, yeah. Um uh, First person shooters, for okay. sure. Uh I I have never been great at them. And recently I started being like, like, oh, I'm not good at them. And I haven't played them. Maybe I should try a few and like get good. Uh, but I never really got around to that. <laughs> and um not a lot of uh I'd say RPGs too and uh sports games. Okay. Which is is an interesting part of game development that i feel like people don't really talk about a lot right. not exclusively like madden and stuff but i'm sure that there's tons of like smaller games that people don't hear about that are sports related that yeah. i just yeah, they, checked out yeah
0: that fall more too i think because I, I think people probably maybe talk more about like arcade sports style games and less like sim sports style games
1: Oh, like like games that don't exclusively try to like replicate the actual game, yeah, but they like got...
0: like, like soccer, but Mario plays it, you know, mhm, yeah, like I don't really i i don't
1: I still don't really even know where to look for those, but I mean that's those are definitely three of my biggest blind spots, and I'm sure I have like a ton more
2: right,
1: but um i I do try to to be aware of the games that I'm not playing as well.
0: Right, so there's always these interests to have, like, a perspective on things, although games are tricky because it's harder to get into games because they're, like, six, like RPGs. How long would it take you to feel caught up on RPGs, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I have... The the other game that I've been playing recently is Earthbound. I actually... I've never played Earthbound, and it's yeah. a big point of inspiration for Mop Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because uh, one of our artists was, you know, played that growing up. And it's been taking me forever to get into that because you've got to, like, grind, you know, and you've yeah. got to fight weaker enemies just to, like, advance and stuff. So that's a big see. shift for me where a lot of the games that I play are just platformers and you're equipped from the get-go to to advance. Let
0: me but about it's all part of game. Which is... You know, you grow and you get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you about a friend of mine with that. It is using an emulator and having Ooh. a fast-forward button <laughs> mapped to, like, a right analog stick or something. Really, really takes the the heat off of that grinding.
1: Oh, well, back in... I, I remember I had a Visual Boy Advance. Yeah. And um, I think I must have just accidentally gotten rid of that when my last computer died. Uh, <laughs> But... I played a lot of, like, Pokemon games that I missed out on, and, like, Sonic Battle was a thing for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, let me that, play this.
0: Is that the... Yeah, emulators that the weird, save lives. Is Sonic Battle, like, the weird, like, overhead isometric one?
1: Yeah, it was. They re- they really changed stuff for that.
0: <laughs> I have very little, like, perspective for, like... I played... I, at one point, I went through, like, almost every GBA game. I'm like, oh, wow, a lot of these are bad. And there's there's that weird... <laughs> What's with three D GBA games?
1: Yeah, they were just trying. They were really trying. I feel like they thought that that's what where what handhelds were kind of going, yeah. but they they hit it a little early. I feel like they all have um,
0: this weird like gunky look to them.
1: Yeah, they're all really chunky because they got you know so many just like very limited um, pixels and stuff. It's it makes an interesting aesthetic though.
0: Yeah, um, I wonder if anyone will. once everyone gets bored of ps1 they'll all switch over to gba 3d which is like ugly clay polygons (laughs) that are kind of like i don't know like they're they're just they're a little off (laughs) they tried yeah i i kind of like them in a weird way but as like they're hideous they're like bad cg But that is well beside the point, I suppose. Um, also, little tip: um, freezing health values. I fast forward even was too much. I was playing through the first Dragon Quest. And I'm like, I don't, even, I don't, even, I don't even want to grind. So, if you get a good emulator like a Bizhawk, you can just go in there and. Jordy, do You know how to like find and isolate RAM values in emulators. Uh. <laughs> It's a, it's a great skill to learn you basically cool. you pull up all the numbers mm-hmm. that are changing you pull up all the values of the game that are changing you go ah which one changes now and then you find which one changed when your health changes and then you freeze ah it and then it. you can just change like, that whenever you want yep or you just freeze it so it'll never change
1: ah okay
0: and then you're just like oh well, i don't need to worry about grinding because my health never goes down again of the game who is boss
1: games are meant to be broken
0: yes now i was luckily uh roundabout question have you ever gone to any like like game events with my boy like on done these the game circuit as it were
1: um well so what's a game circuit
0: or just like uh shows
1: (laughs) okay yeah yeah so um Oh, this is my, my leaky memory showing, but we definitely, we, we went to MomoCon with okay. Mop Boy, um, okay. which was pretty crazy. Um,
2: Good. Good.
1: we also did, oh dear. <laughs> we did, uh, well, we went to MomoCon for sure. Yes. And I'm not like, I don't want to sound ungrateful to the other places that we went. Oh, we went to AthFest, which is kind of crazy. It's this, this thing in Athens where, um, It's not really for video games, but we went there anyway. And we were like the only video game there. So a bunch of kids would come over to like our tent and they'd be like, oh my gosh, is this a game? And you know, the adults are like, did you make this? Like our kid loves. Yeah, that was really nice. What is AthFest? AthFest is, I'm pretty sure it's like an art um, festival kind of situation where people go there to showcase their art and crafts and things. And it's like a three-day music and arts festival. And, and you,
0: um so you just say like we have a gate, you just like submit it through a generic art submission form and they're just like sure thing.
1: Yeah, basically. Um yeah, we, we, we gave it a whack. Uh and it is an art, you know, it's just yeah. very unconventional that someone would want to showcase their their game there. And I think that was right before like this we didn't get to go to the next AthFest because, you know, quarantine and all Nobody that. Went to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I think that, honestly, they would be more open to other people like sending games and stuff. And I feel like as a, in general, like these festivals and things, they don't expect it, but that doesn't mean that they won't accept it. Yeah. Um. Uh, so if, mm-hmm. you know, if other people are looking to showcase their games and they're like, oh, I won't be able to make it into a, a game you know circuit then try out some like an an art music festival thing who knows maybe even just like you know anime conventions yeah
0: they all i mean they're taking games now
1: it's definitely the worst you can get is a no yeah and yeah
0: (laughs) that was all a roundabout way to say that i was also at the last momo con and that was and i knew that you were there and i was worried that i had been there and forgotten you and then we get Wow!
2: Really? Wait.
0: unfortunately <laughs> that does not seem to be the case. That was my my secret. She was really trying to figure that out.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, wait. So, because yeah, we were we we're probably wait. Did you? Did we run into each other? I don't think so.
0: If, or no, if okay. we did, I forgot and I didn't want to. Yeah, out I guess.
1: Well, maybe what actually happened is we did see each other, but we both forgot, and reality forgot as well.
0: Good, good. (laughs) (laughs) A former guest and contributor, Chair G. Tables, I had met at Bobocod, and he was like, do you remember me? I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. (laughs) And then I talked to him, I'm like, oh wait, I actually do remember this person, I remember this energy. Ah, yeah. It was also like a four-day, like, 12-hour shift show, so
1: yeah it's yeah it's understandable to forget
0: it was massive and chaotic and there were a lot of people and also but it was like fairly well like positioned i think like it got like a lot of very a lot of incidental traffic for being where it was like between the artist alley and like the i don't know what you call the vendors oh
1: yeah i mean Definitely, like, trying to find the right location is, is a big part of every single one of these things. Because, um, I mean, well, we were by State Farm one year. Ooh. And it just not a lot of gamers wanted to come by the State Farm booth, so they didn't really see us. Yeah,
0: uh, I've been in weird, like, rooms at the end of hallways.
1: Yeah. Right but then you get the entrance. real dedicated, you know, the people that want to see everything, they they'll stop by. So yeah. that's always nice.
0: Is there like a a game like a, a particular type of game that you don't like to be sandwiched next to? If you were next to a game?
1: Um uh the the flashier more attractive ones cuz then we've got to watch them get all this attention while we have like a person at our booth. Oh yes, that's probably that.
0: <laughs> you don't like like the um, big multiplayer games where everyone's having a lot of fun,
1: and then someone's oh yeah,
0: and they're like because even
1: then you know it's like somebody will come to your booth and be like oh what's this and then they hear cheering from the next booth and they're like oh I'll just you know thanks for letting me play I'm gonna go check that out. yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is yes I always get sandwiched next to like VR or big loud Ooh. multiplayer and i'm like let's sit down and they're very games. tantalizing and, uh, yeah I'm like let me f-, and this is this is even pre-indie apocalypse this is like games that i had made and i was like sit down and have a f- time with my um quiet contemplative story games <laughs> about stuff and they're like oh well i guess but th- that one has dudes jumping on top of each other's heads and then you get points and i want to
1: kill yeah them. i mean which one are you going to pick as a consumer
0: i to pick the multiplayer <laughs> i only had rogue like elements in my game
1: but no problem. nah but in terms of like genre and stuff i feel like like i'm i think i'm okay with being affiliated with with most of them like i feel like even if it's like another fun little like family friendly platformer Right, I'd be like, "Oh, it's cool. We're like pals."
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there is like I've just sometimes there is like clearly a thing that's like weird vibe whiplash from booth to booth, and you mm-hmm. just kind of like, "Well, I'm the I'm the come down," and some hopefully people will come down.
1: Well, with that, because um, I also feel like if you have two very different games in terms of like pacing and vibes and all that then you'll just you'll just kind of split the audience because some people prefer your game and some people prefer that one you know
0: now if you had an ideal now you have let's just say you have a budget like a wide wide open big old fat budget for conventions and all that fun stuff what is the obnoxious piece of mop boy swag do you see that you give out that we see around the convention hall for the next three days
1: Oh I see. Oh, that's a tricky one. Um maybe some mops, but branded mops. <laughs> I also wouldn't want like like yeah, just like a toy mop, but I wouldn't want people smacking each other with them. <laughs> no, they banned
0: paddles for that. Oh
1: no. <laughs> okay, let me see. Well if I have obnoxious money, yeah, then that means money. that I can I can pay off the convention to Yeah not tattle on me oh
0: shit. yeah <laughs> okay so you're blowing all that money just on hush money Hush money yeah exactly
1: mops. i'll spend like 500 dollars total on like a bunch of mops
0: now where now where, is mop. this, where is your branding featured on this mop
1: it's the mop it's <laughs> the people say where'd you get that mop and they'll be like mop boy
0: okay and it's fully functional mop you can take it home with you yeah well
1: house. Maybe, like, like if I really can blow the cash, I'll also make it so that it breaks very easily. So that then they just have, like, they're like, oh, man, remember when we got that mop? <laughs> Wait, maybe not. I mean, it's kind of productive. Because if they just use it as a normal mop, then it, it loses the, the game. But if it, like, disappears and they miss the mop, then yeah. they'll be like, I want that experience again.
0: <laughs> are, are you sure they're not going to be on Instagram? And they're like, closet mop boy cosplay and posing with your mop
1: well that's true
0: <laughs> think about it. it's like why does everyone have mops nowadays mops are
1: the new trend if i could start a mop trend i mean that's that's all i really the, the game doesn't even have to actually release if the mop trend just happens then that's <laughs> all i need
0: well get on tiktok just gotta find the right song <laughs> have you have you ever considered inventing a tiktok dance
1: uh mm, i feel like it would be too hard <laughs> it does, um
0: does not stop people from trying
1: that's true it's true it's... well i don't know tiktok is definitely like a like a hotbed of like new reused ideas yeah. <laughs> so i feel like inevitably we're gonna have to run into there and like do something fun but making up a, a dance is really like like the people who do that are really putting themselves out there. I feel like because I I would not have the confidence.
0: They are. It's it's very bizarre, but like it's nothing new. People have been inventing dances for a long time. I have. I was just thinking about f- what f- Freddie and the Dreamers. I think he's listen, find some time in your life and look up do the Freddie. It's. It's basically TikTok dances, but back in the 40s, where it's like three basic steps. But it's like, this is the dance now.
1: Well, well, maybe it won't be hard to make a a dance.
0: No, no. I've seen a lot of just very, maybe high effort, maybe low effort. I can't tell, but it's more like I am people just like struggling to find a unique combination of moves to do with their body. And there's only so many you can do (laughs) simply. We can't all floss. animal. Wow. Put that all aside, Joanne. We are approaching the end of our half hour. Whoa. Yes, it, this all goes by very quickly.
1: Uh, it did happen quickly. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why I'm like, oh, that's why I don't mind doing... The, that's why I like to do the three individual segments if we're going on to the group one because those individual segments, they fly by... So any last parting words. I used to do a thing where I asked for things and suggestions, but I'm sick of that, so I'm not doing it anymore. I didn't like the way <laughs> I phrased it and I'm just like tired of it. And this is my radio show and I can do whatever I want with it.
1: Hey, that's the energy.
0: Do you have any um any parting words of wisdom? Granted you'll be back soon.
1: That's true. Uh words of wisdom. Um don't take anything that I say for like just don't don't listen to me ever. There we go. Perfect.
0: <laughs> and with that, goodbye, everyone. We're going on break. We'll be back in about two minutes. Hello, and welcome to Indie- back to Apocalypse Radio. I'm not going to welcome you here the first time. We've already been here. And we are here with guest number two, Cam. Hello, Cam. Hello. Hello. So, how are you doing?
3: Uh, I'm good. How okay. are you?
0: <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot how <laughs> I intro <laughs> people. You may know, Cam, from their work. In Indie Pop issue number one, with Absolute Unit. There we go. I always forget how to do. That. I always forget to do that because I just started like the <laughs> last episode. <laughs> people proper intros.
3: Understandable. I could never run a podcast show. My brain's too like all over the place. Twenty four seven.
0: That's. You need your brain to be. Here's the secret: is like have your brain be all over the place, but listen to like. Kind of like, pick up. Topics that they people say during the conversation and like store them away in your brain locker to bring up
3: later. <laughs> that's smart. That's smart.
0: But you need to otherwise you need to have a scattered energy just to keep things going. Cam, if you <laughs> were a fast food chain, which one would you be?
3: Oh damn, that's the thing I was supposed to be listening or waiting or thinking about before. No,
0: Jordan's gonna get a chance now. You don't either.
3: <laughs> um, I feel like I don't, Does like a Denny's count as a fast food chain? Yes. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna go with a Denny's because, like, I feel like there's a certain amount of chaos that's just always in a Denny's.
0: <laughs> I had, I can't remember the last time I went to a Denny's. There is one near a rotary, I think, that I pass by sometimes. I went to a Waffle House when I was at MomoCon, and in my <laughs> mind, they're somewhat similar.
3: Yeah, I feel like. I feel like a Waffle House is a bit more violent than a Denny's is. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's always the vibe
0: I get. Aren't Denny's open, like, all night?
3: I think so. I think they're, like, 24-7.
0: Yeah, which kind of makes you wish I could go to a Denny's. Yeah. Have you ever, Cam, have you ever traveled like late at night and just gone to stores at three AM because you're awake in the roping?
3: <laughs> yeah. I I live on the shore in Jersey. So like there's this one diner that's open twenty four like twenty-four hours a night. So like if we're ever on the island, we're like, oh, it's three AM, let's go to <laughs> let's go to the diner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that the other liberation of having a car and being able to travel to to do anywhere you want.
3: Exactly. So it doesn't matter now since we're all under lockdown so <laughs> we're all
0: but in when this world opens back up and we can all go to our 24-hour denny's in walmart and be like i do need this toblerone at four o'clock in the morning
3: god walmart walmart's another like lawless land
0: <laughs> yeah no i that was in high school when we had cars i've spoke this is the weird thing about talking to people i've never talked spoken i guess spoken to, to evelyn i feel like we have spoken briefly before mm-hmm. I can't remember everything okay. perfectly. Probably very briefly. <laughs> yes. that's, that's the tricky thing about traveling in the same circle Is sometimes, like, oh, I don't remember. I've talked to this person four years ago and then got basically reintroduced to them.
3: Yeah, it's, it's scary whenever you go to, like, game conventions or stuff, and you're like, I feel like I'm going to know this person, but, like, I don't know if they know me, and it's like... <laughs> yes,
0: exactly, and it's like... Yeah, that's the weird nightmare is going to be like when this all opens back up and I and I finally get to go out and do game shows again and it's when people approach me knowing me, I'm like, Oh no. Am I gonna become a known quantity? And or it's like also <laughs> I don't know what like this radio show, we don't have cameras on in the background. I don't know what any of you people look like.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the other thing. I've like I don't I'm not like face blind, but like I'm very bad at like remembering faces. So, like yes. I remember someone's name but then it's like I have no idea what you look like. <laughs> no, this has actually
0: gotten me very good at remembering names, and I'm very bad with names in general. Mm. Like I've oh, talked same. about, like stories, and people are like, "Oh, you remember that character?" And I'm like, by name, I'm like, I don't know who that character. Like, oh, I'm like, oh them. I remember every detail about their story, but I just forgot what their name was.
3: I feel that so hard. <laughs> but, uh,
0: I had somewhere, yes, high school lawlessness. You could just trap right so this is a story i've told this radio show before but i've never told you this before so it's about like we're like metering out when do i tell a guest who hasn't heard a story before and <laughs> the context of well the radio audience who has theoretically heard this story two or three times before <laughs> and finding that balance
3: yeah,
0: so, yeah. but anyway there yes lawlessness the beauty of stores that don't close because somebody needs all that soda in the middle of the night. Exactly. And it's myself and my friends as teenagers.
3: <laughs> it's just me now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, I make a lot
0: of trips to the stop and shop after this mm-hmm. because it's open late at night. And I had to explain what a stop and shop is last show.
3: Uh, well, I know what a stop and shop is, so yeah. we're all good there. <laughs> you drive
0: by it. As, as, as Jordan Richmond said, it's a thing you drive by. Yeah. <laughs> because he loves Massachusetts. Um, but anyway, anyway, we're going besides the point. So anyway, can we get to an important question? Indie Apocalypse One was built entirely by cold emails. Why did you answer my cold email? Not having any background about what Indie Apocalypse was. Not having Jordan's benefit of six, five other issues, you could say. Oh, this guy is not a scam artist.
3: <laughs> um, uh, this is going back a while. My yeah, my bad a, memory is now a, showing. Um, a
0: year but... even. <laughs> it's
3: not even that long. But um, yeah. So I think when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And what made me go, okay, this probably isn't a scam, was I think someone else in like the Boston Indies like group okay. or something said that like you were a normal person. <laughs> Or, like, said that it was going to be, cool, like, Indie Apocalypse is a real thing okay, and everything.
0: I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna probably so, going to assume that it's going to be Chris Mayer, who is on our show. Probably. He's yeah. the person, my closest connection to that Boston scene.
3: Yeah. Um And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Why not? So I, I DM'd, like, the other people on the um on the team. And they're like, yeah, sounds cool. So I it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now you're in and then every three months or so you get like five dollars
3: yeah which then goes to three other people
0: so we each get get like like a (laughs) dollar seven
2: yeah yeah
0: that's me that's well it's my version is i get negative money
3: oh no (laughs) that's game dev baby (laughs) yeah none of it
0: has caught up yet yeah so one of these days one of these days it'll catch up and i will hey while we're talking about catching up if you got twitch prime and you're listening to this show at some point just go over to indiepocalypse.com slash radio and just jam on that prime button dude i got an affiliate yeah. so just give me that affiliate cash you know i know you're forget about it i always forget about that kind of stuff
3: heck but, yeah earn money yeah get that sweet sweet prime money
0: Yes, I'm doing commissioned games now. That stuff costs even more money, and it's <laughs> more money. But whatever. Anyway, I do this because I think it's good.
3: Yeah. I think people should, Fantastic.
0: People should play these games, and like, where else are they going to? Like, it's it's hard. People need to band together. Mm-hmm. It's The only real way to survive. So as yeah. A, as a student developer, as it says here on your title, um, how does it feel that a lot of things say "no students allowed"? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, that is. Um, Do you it's just like, lie to them and say you're not a student.
3: It's weird. Um, I don't know if I've ever encountered like a thing where it's like, "No, you can't be in here because you're a student." Um, like I know they definitely exist. Yeah, but I, um, I, I saw feel like
0: one recently, <laughs> which make you think about that.
3: I feel like. A lot of times I probably do like, cause like I'm close to graduating, like yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, basically man. an adult. Um,
0: Students are adults. Once, you, once you're 18, you're basically an adult.
3: Yeah, and I, I tend to, to do games with like professors and stuff. So then it's like, well, I'm not a student. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I college We're... still. Exactly, yeah, it's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think the impressions, I, I think they'll just like ask everyone for jobs constantly. Which seems like a weird thing that I that I don't I don't think people would do really, but yeah
3: I I yeah I feel like I don't know like I I run the game dev club at my school so like everyone at least there that I interact with knows not to like just go up to someone and be like hey I do this real good you want to hire me like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes
3: oh hey you work, at,
0: you work at Electronic Arts you know who makes really good Electronic Art I do yeah like... here's, my, here's my resume. <laughs>
3: I feel like we've advanced, at least, like, normal people have advanced past right. that. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: I, I feel like that is, like, you know, ill-socialization is not the fault of being a student.
3: Yeah. Like, there's some really cool student stuff that comes that, that exists.
0: Right,
2: yeah.
3: There's probably like, of
0: very cool student stuff. I, mean, I haven't, like, I don't check to see what percentage of work in Indie Pockets is made by students. So yeah, well, I've had like, like a, a 15-year-old submit very good news.
3: Yeah, like if you want to see good student stuff, uh, just just check out my portfolio. <laughs> right. <It's>, yeah.
2: Follow <laughs> yeah, me go. on Twitter. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's plenty of 40 and 50-year-olds making real horse shit. So. <laughs> and getting getting millions of dollars to do it so
2: yeah i wouldn't Uh,
0: look down on student stuff (laughs) Uh, but anyway absolute unit tell me a little bit about absolute unit and dogs and how big they are
3: yeah so this was made for a game jam i believe it was 48 hours at the like the berkeley school uh college and that's the east coast
0: berkeley right
3: east coast berkeley yeah Um, and the, the theme of the jam, I think was like expansion or something like that. Um, and the, one of the composers that ended up being on my team pitched this game. It's like, what if you're a dog, but you just get really fat. (laughs) Um, and that was the entire concept. And we kind of just all rolled with that. We had like one artist and then two composers slash sound effects, uh, or sound design rather. And we just banged it out in RPG Maker in two days, and it was just like the whole premise was okay. You're a, you're a little dog. You want to uh, get an owner, but you don't have one. But you notice that every other dog that has an owner is just really fat. So, so the whole premise of the game is just trying to get chunky so you can find a nice nice owner and a nice home.
0: <laughs> and I will admit, as someone who has, like, petted a fat animal many times in his life, there's a certain pleasure to it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, right? My my cat that's sleeping behind me right now is a little chonker. And it's just. <laughs> now,
0: I thought about this fairly recent, not too long ago. And, Cam, would you say it is safe to say that it, there is nothing more like. I think I like the term fat cat to describe, like, you know, the wealthy elite because I think there is nothing <laughs> more content in its life, in its lot in life, that is, than a fat cat
3: definitely like like <laughs> if if you could be a fat cat like that's just living the high life
0: right. I, like, I am a beast of prey a beast of not prey yes beast of prey because birds of prey hunt yes okay mm-hmm. that, that line of logic tracks <laughs> i am a hunting cat i have i am one of the most vicious killers in the animal kingdom but i don't have to do any of that
3: <laughs> exactly just gotta, just gotta be cute I,
0: I can just lie on my back and just like hang out We recently oh, got the a life cat. Of the cat. That is a big fan of getting its belly rubbed. So Ooh. Well like That's 100% roll over and just like want you to get in there. <laughs> and then just the sky.
3: That's amazing. My cat like he does that, but then when you when you pet him, it's like a it's like an attack. Um oh. it's a trap. <laughs> you get <laughs> So no belly rubs
0: (laughs) yeah we have a weird ability of attracting stray cats they just want to live at this house (laughs) but anyway cats aside we listen we we don't need to talk about this isn't about cats this is about video (laughs) games i guess what's cam top three cats in video games
3: oh god top three cats oh i have to think about video games uh any of the cats in (laughs) uh sorry to
0: burden you with that
3: uh we'll go, like the cats in calico are pretty nice
2: okay
3: um uh the cats in i don't remember what it was, oh, cat lateral damage where you play as a cat okay. that's that's a pretty good cat yes. um oh what was the last one? Oh god there's this really weird dating sim about cats that's pretty nice there's just a lot of cats in that game
0: okay perfect <laughs> cats got them quick nailed it <laughs> Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> big big respect, big disrespect to Big the Cat, but I'll allow it and let it slide oh. today.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't play Sonic growing up.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't play Sonic Adventure growing up either, so I have no context. I really Big the Cat is really the most I know about Sonic Adventure. <laughs> is that he's a big yeah. cat and he likes to fish.
3: Yeah, that's also all I know, really.
0: <laughs> I do know about the whale, but that's the only other thing I know about Sonic Adventure. And I know oh, in sorry. that one on the Xbox, he kisses a human lady. But that's not my, my Sonic knowledge.
3: <laughs> Sonic really be out here?
0: Yeah.
3: Did no, you see I... they announced the Sonic Two movie for 2022?
0: Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two.
3: Yeah, we're getting a sequel.
0: <laughs> Listen, as long as Benny, as long as good old Ben Schwartz is out there getting paid, I don't care.
3: <laughs>
0: I like that <laughs> yeah. guy. I think he's funny. I've never seen Sonic the Hedgehog, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my same feelings with, like, Rogue One made me realize that I don't care about Star Wars anymore.
2: Mm.
0: Because I'm like, I think oh, that's... I grew up with them, like, you know, watching them week mm-hmm. as a child. And then I'm like, oh, as a, as a concept, I no longer care about Star Wars. They can make just make oh. bad Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. was like, it's so nice that they could just make a st- I But at the same time, I wanted it to be successful because I'm like, oh, if they can just... then they can be like oh yes we did fill a star wars full of just not white guys and it was successful (laughs) so we can yeah the future yeah yeah it's very important that like it doesn't need to be good it just needs to be listen the gears of capitalism just need to say that everybody can be profitable so that everybody can make money you know
3: (laughs) damn yeah (laughs) i'm never (laughs) gonna watch Shira,
0: but like i'm glad for you or whatever
3: Listen, I love Shira. I, <laughs> is,
0: listen, let everyone get out there and tell their stories. I'm good for it. I, <laughs> I think I got burned for a while because I felt like there was too many adults who seemed to only watch children's cartoons, and I was like, I fucking hate kids' cartoons now.
3: I feel that. I think my like because I watch a few, a fair amount of like kids cartoons i guess yeah. and i think it's just because like at least car- kids cartoons now they like are a bit more than just like stupid like right. at least like with like she-ra and steven universe and stuff they do cover like some heavier topics that like i wish i had when i was a kid and i don't know, right. i think that's what draws people in no honestly
0: no, I, I, I i enjoy a decent amount of those shows and mm-hmm. I, I am a big fan i I mean, the last half of the back half of Adventure Time is just like indie comics and of pretending to be a yeah. show anymore. It's like, <laughs> we hired a bunch of indie comics people and they're just literally just making their comics but not having swears in them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I just got burned out on like adults who apparently only frame of reference is other kids' cartoons. That,
3: that's fair. That's valid. <laughs> and I was like,
0: listen, there are other things, you know.
3: Yeah. That's that's the only like, thing that's, that kind of weirds me out. Is like it is like a kid's space. So, like you still have to like right. give that space right. to children. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I listen. I get that you're an adult who's thirsty for like queer content, but you know, like fucking TV shows like Six Feet Under exist. You know.
3: Yeah, it's like sometimes it's just like you can still like love this and everything. It's just yeah. just be mindful that it is for kids. <laughs>
0: yes, right, right. So don't don't scream at thirteen year olds and tell them their favorites are problematic. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Anyway, can't video games. games.
0: Yes, <laughs> video games, right. Um, no, this show isn't about video games. I'd be lying <laughs> if I said it was. I don't play video What? It's well torn territory that I don't play video games.
3: Me neither, honestly. <laughs> yeah, who,
0: who has the time in the day for those?
3: Too busy making video games. Can't play them. <laughs>
0: I wish I had time to make video games.
3: I barely have time to make video games, and yet keep yeah. pumping them out.
0: <laughs> did you do a Global Game Jam?
3: I did. I actually ran the Boston, or I co-hosted, rather, the Boston uh, Game Jam site. I believe um, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, I think Boston Indies tweeted out, because we uh, we kind of stole their Twitch channel for the weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I made a game called The Mall, which is just a weird mall that you're lost in. You just explore the mall. <laughs>
2: okay
0: oh i'll have to check it out sometime yeah i say it's Um, it's um, like what kind of like how do you explore them all uh direct control it's just like
3: it's just like a first person like controller like you can just walk around um we have like i think seven different stores within the mall and like uh the all the rooms, all the stores are like their own little cubes, and they move around. So you have to like catch them okay. <laughs> to go to enter a store, and each store has its own little quirk. Okay, <laughs> it's, and when was the last time really you weird. visited a mall? Oh gosh, it's been too long. <laughs> like, have you I, been I don't to think I've been
0: post quarantine.
3: Ah, uh, no, I don't okay. think so. Uh, I think the last time I was in a mall was like. Probably over a year ago at this point,
0: because yeah, well, I mean, everything's yeah. over a year at this point. <laughs>
3: yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, but
0: there was like I, the last the the very the first and last show in Apocalypse did was Pax East, and everyone was talking about oh things are getting canceled, aren't they? And then yeah. locked down. and that was I. <laughs> the end of February, I think.
3: Yeah, every day. I am, like, more and more, like, thankful that I, that, like, PAX East wasn't, like, a super spreader, or at least, like, didn't, like, I didn't see anywhere saying that it was, like, a super spreader, because, like, right. I went, I went to KatsuCon, like, two weeks before PAX East, which yeah. is in DC, um, which is, like, one of, a huge anime convention, for those who don't know. Yeah. And then I showcased a VR game, not my VR game, it was the uh, Space Team VR by Cooperative Entertainment uh, Interact innovations i showed off their vr game and um also helped at the um i need diverse games table so like i was around so many people right <laughs> and every day i'm just so thankful that nothing bad happened
0: oh yeah <laughs> i was at PAX East. like literally i was beating the street i was i was walking around the conventions floor mm-hmm. i was a man without a booth kind of like selling my stuff and meeting everybody <laughs> At yeah, the end of the last day, I went up, basically talked to most indie developers. So theoretically, who are con- in contact with, with a lot of people. So I was like, just fishing for COVID at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I am so thankful that like at least I didn't hear about any yeah. big big people. There are a lot of people getting sick from like, oh my god, <laughs> right. which is weird because at the same time, Pax was going on. There was like a doc, some doctors' convention right. that was a super spreader. Yeah, so I don't just- know. <laughs>
0: Luckily, those doctors weren't gamers.
3: Yeah, like somehow the gamers were were more hygienic. I guess. Well, well. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But let's just say
0: the gamers didn't bring COVID to PAX.
3: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. No. Listen, I, I look forward to the day when events open back up and we can. I am sorely missing them. And I feel like I also had another point somewhere along there, but I lost it. It doesn't matter at this point, really, because everything is ephemeral in life, and nothing is truly essential.
3: Yeah, oh, I'm so excited for when I can go back to cons. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I I was planning to go to so many this year. I was mm-hmm. like, getting my docket ready. I was like, I'm gonna travel. Yeah.
2: Because the uh,
0: thing that I that stopped me before is like, unless you have a game that you're selling, and I don't think most indie developers go with. Games are selling indie thing game development. Mm-hmm. At least is a weird thing where it's like you go there to show off things. You do a preview cycle, not sell mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So like, I could theoretically make a lot of money back, hopefully, or I could turn even a profit with this stuff. I right? with my
3: hope. <laughs> yeah. it's always the hope. <laughs>
0: and then pass all those fun savings onto the developers after the fact. Yeah. That's that's my hope. That's my dream. I like my idea is that like you know, no one's gonna get rich off India So It'll be like listening to like actors on podcast talk about how they were in like a com- like a commercial for Microsoft in a bit part and they get like a ten 10 ten, $10 cent in the mail every single mm-hmm. so often. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I was in that bing ad. <laughs> Thank you for this ten like dollar fifty Microsoft or whatever production <laughs> studio that's handling that commercial. And, like, game developers should have something like that. Mostly because yeah. I've seen too many people who are, like, I would see them, like, work on their games for, like, five years and see, like, them at conventions and putting a lot of time and money and effort into them. And then I'll look them up on Steam charts, and they have, like, zero concurrent players.
3: Yeah. All-time
0: that's... peaks of four.
3: That's the one thing about, like, indie development. There's so many good games, just always. But, like, people just don't – either don't play them or can't find them. Right.
0: <laughs> it's almost as if they're, like, this is an apocalyptic scenario.
3: Mm. <laughs> Involving
0: indie, 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 indie. No, the hard line stage of indie pockets is the indie apocalypse is bullshit and it's made up. And, of course, <laughs> like, an infinite number of artists can't all get super massive, like, fucking jo- Jonathan Blow money or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's because that's never going to be the case. But that's the case in all art forms. Yeah. Not everyone well, becomes super <laughs> mega pop stars.
3: Yeah, that's like something that, like, I don't know. Maybe it was like younger me, like uh hubris, thinking like one day my games will be, well, they'll make it big and I'll make money. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm content making the game that three people will play ever. <laughs>
0: right. And then hopefully someone'll come along and they'll make a market for it and then maybe you can pay half a month's rent with those games.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all very tricky and I think I'm I'm glad that you help ha- you're helping to carve out this space that like maybe other developers can at some point make little games and make the cash off of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: i think mm-hmm. this all i think this all i think indie games i'm um, to get sentimental for a moment i think it's too separate and i think it's important that the people like stick together and create more communities cohesive communities, yeah and not just with people who are successful because you want to gleam off some of their shine
3: yeah yeah that's why i i really like the like boston uh community we have here and i'm so sad i'm gonna be leaving or moving soon like just the the like just being able to talk to other devs whether they're like six, quote successful or not yeah um and like just be like look at this game and they're like that's great look at this game i'm like that's amazing um
0: <laughs> do you have a local scene thing. we're going to that you know of
3: uh i'm going to pittsburgh for a oh. few, for like six months i don't know what the scene's like there the but scene? uh
0: i believe no never mind i might be thinking of philadelphia
3: <laughs> never mind maybe <laughs> I and also mix up of, those two cities.
0: <laughs> one of those P-cities has a pretty good scene. I forget which one it is, though. Yeah.
3: Well, I'll figure it out when I get there, I guess. <laughs> it's
0: talking about figuring out while we'll get there. Okay, we're approaching the end of our half hour.
3: Oh, let's go quick.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, if it flawed, <laughs> it goes fast. <laughs> if you... So, as we leave this audience for a moment, and we got to leave them, not with parting words, but... Fuck! I don't. I, I lost it. I had nothing. I, I was I was walking down that path, and then much like much like a cartoon coyote, I looked beneath me, and there was no longer a ground. <laughs> um, if you thought, if if there was one city that you're like, I want to move to this city, and it could have its own game development scene. What city would you want to move to?
3: Oh damn! Uh, I feel like I don't know. If, I I don't know if i city because I don't know many cities. Like I want to move to like either New Zealand or Vermont, so that way I can be like a game developer, but also own goats. Like that's the yeah. that's the goal. Okay,
4: well, listen,
0: <laughs> have you ever considered joining Sunday Month? <laughs> Here they let a lot of people in. <laughs> I don't know about New Zealand though. You're on your own there. I don't, there. There's there's been at least one New Zealander in the zine, but I don't know if he constitutes a scene.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs>
0: anyway, we'll we'll talk to you later, Cam. We're going to go on break. Cool, we'll see back. ya. See ya, goodbye.
2: Goodbye.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Indie... Hello, and welcome back to Indy- Apocalypse Radio. I had the wrong thing queued up there, but now we're correct. I got a little ahead of myself with the studio mode, but now we're looking good. I'm here with the last final guest, Paige. Paige, how are you doing? I'm doing good
4: good
0: how about you i am doing all right i am third season i am third guest in so i am flying high on an hour's worth of non-stop talking you may know page also from mop boy in issue six
4: yep yes
0: okay okay good
4: <laughs> yeah uh so that's that that's correct
0: that is correct yes so page what i it says you hear you are not an animator on Mop Boy.
4: no, I have not <laughs> yeah i I do basically everything else, okay. but not quite at the caliber to just throw it in my title, like Jordan does yeah. um but yeah, I do a lot of the sound design stuff and the music stuff and um programming and story writing stuff. we all kind of split it yeah. pretty evenly,
0: yeah, and you're right, I would not have enough room on your marquee to fit all of that in there. So not animated, I would say covers the rest of that. (laughs) Yeah. So Paige, a burning question that the people have got to know. If you were a fast food restaurant, not even a restaurant, the whole chain, which one would you be?
4: Oh, man. I I intentionally didn't let myself prepare for this question because I didn't think it would be fair. Um, I, I feel like I aspire to be a cookout. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say cookout just for the sake of positivity. Okay. I feel like it's just a very, uh, very just there for you kind of establishment. And they've got like infinite flavors of milkshakes.
0: Now I have to and ask just... Paige, what is a cookout?
4: Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what a cookout was until I moved to Atlanta. Atlanta, so I guess maybe it is just an Atlanta thing, um, but they basically just give food for almost free and um, There's like 80 million things you can put into a single milkshake and they let you add just whatever you can stuff in there They'll let you do okay. um, and they have really good fried cheese
2: so And like
4: a- they're open like always
2: It's basically. like
4: basically I've never it to a- No, it's the fast food like okay. just your standard drive-through it place and order
0: Okay. Now would you say they can you can I could put everything in my milkshake? What are some of these let's 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 say I'm going off the deep end. I am the aforementioned three AM teen and I'm trying to get adventurous with my milkshake.
4: Well, you know, I've never been told no and I've got in some cheesecake in there, walnuts, pecans, okay. Reese's. Yeah, no, you can just throw it all in there. They sure. don't even seem like thrown off by it or anything.
0: So, I mean, I I feel like you need a certain fortitude if you work at a all-night establishment of any kind. You have to yeah, like, no, no, have for sure, yeah. so it's, Yeah,
4: it's
1: no,
0: like it's, a, it's true. Like an ice cream.
4: Like no, ice cream. it's not. <laughs> know, it's not the, an ice cream <laughs> like place. <an> ice cream. <laughs> like if
0: we're, we're to imagine like an ice cream toppings, but instead of putting those onto ice cream, I just put them and grind them into a milkshake
4: pretty much. They give it to you in the same cup that you'd get like a soda or something. Okay. And they just kind of I'm sure they have some kind of machine that swirls it all.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine doing it by hand. That'd take forever.
4: <laughs> no, yeah. That'd be a different level of um food preparation. So, if
0: you So where did you come from originally? If you if you wish to say. If not from Atlanta. <laughs>
4: I do like to keep it a secret. I'm not proud. <laughs> uh, I'm from South Florida. Okay, so. Fort Lauderdale-ish area. So
0: what's a what's a Florida specialty? Do you know? Or or actually, uh, I guess to, to go back a question I had a, many, many episodes back. Is there something that you got that was like a normal thing you got in Florida that you didn't realize was like a local dish until you had left Florida? Uh
4: yeah, there's a place called Pollo Tropical that I love. It's another fast food place. Um and they are basically like a like Chipotle but less refined, I, I guess. I don't know if you, you can call Chipotle refined, but <laughs> well, Pollo Tropical is even less. At least. So. Yeah, 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 they try. <laughs> um but Pollo Tropical is like you can just pull up and they've got different chicken bowls with rice and stuff and like, it's always kind of struck me as the healthy fast food drive through option. Okay. And I was bummed to not see it around here. But, I mean, cookout's, like, a pretty good substitute.
0: I wish so. Now, I am a what, – what is – milkshake aside, what would you say is, like, the cookout, like, staple dish? Man,
4: they definitely have one, and I wouldn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I – I don't want to guess and be wrong. Well,
0: well what, what, what is something <laughs> you could order at a cookout?
4: You could get corn dogs. You okay. could get quesadillas. You could get burgers. They've got like pulled pork sandwiches.
0: Okay. All right. So this is like an everything kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This
4: is turning into a cookout commercial, and I really didn't mean for it to. Uh, what's but cookout slogan? Okay. Do you
0: know a slogan <laughs> off
4: top of your head? No, <laughs> no. That's wait, I kind of want to look it up though.
0: <laughs> um,
4: I've never seen a cookout commercial either.
0: I, when I was in Atlanta, no one even told me about cookout because I I specifically asked people, I'm like, what should I get for food here? I feel like somebody told me to go to a place where you just drink turkey gravy or something. I was like, I don't know, what you're talking about, dude? That's crazy.
2: What?
4: <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about either. Have you have you been told to go to the varsity?
0: maybe i granted i was there for MomoCon and i was there for like three days and i asked this on them like the second to last day and then i just went to the waffles that was between my yeah, no, that's fair. And the convention center
4: <laughs> the varsity is like the very famous atlanta cheap burger joint okay
0: see i wish i could travel and do these things again when i was yeah in me too <laughs> columbus i there was like a some disused warehouse or factory or something that turned into a like a open air mall that had very good food in it i got like a robin bull and donuts
4: cool. i've been to campus before but i had to hang around the like college campus area
2: yeah,
0: yeah yeah i mean even college campus areas are nice because like inside of mit they have that is the massachusetts institute of technology they have like a good burrito place mm-hmm. <laughs> but n- alas no more <laughs> i live in a town <laughs> of no food
4: dang wait where do you where do you work out of
0: i work out of massachusetts in an undisclosed undisclosed smaller town that's right, sorry sorry <laughs> no that's fine i just like if i lived in boston i'd be I, like i live in boston i don't care there's so many people in boston who get a shit but it's a, it feels weird when you live in like a less populous area to say where you live
4: yeah, yeah, I feel like someone could just bump into you if they happen to fly over there.
0: <laughs> right, right. It feels like oh that's it's a lot easier to find someone. When I send out physical copies, it, I got a PO box, but I'm like even a PO box feels like it narrows down my look my address too specifically. So I just write indie Pockets for the return address and hope it just makes it there and never gets needs to get returned to me. And so far, no problem as far as I know. That's good. So, adjacent to questions I asked earlier, when you were told about Indie plot, was what made you go, ah, oh, yeah, this thing does sound kind of interesting and not a scam?
4: Um, Well, I remember Jordan was, like, the main driver of that, but I yeah. was definitely looking over his shoulder for some of it, and um, I thought the zines looked super cool, and also, I might be, like, way off and completely wrong, and if so, you don't have to... to- answer this but um did you have like an itch page with games that you've made i did yeah yeah okay i remember looking at that and being like i really like this vibe okay
0: some of those games i've been i've called a lot of them off of there because indie has just been getting there's so many issues now and like uh now that people are looking at this i feel bad about some of these games
4: oh you shouldn't
0: (laughs) but i left off the ones i feel least bad about
4: that's i guess that's fair was there one where someone fights with like a mop or something or am i making that
2: up too? no
0: no okay yes so there was one and that's so the artist zach gorman made something a long time ago like a fake um arcade cabinet for something called mermaid manor and i half made a game about that idea and then i kind of occasionally think of going back to it and making it again like properly so yeah there was a thing
4: and i was like "Some yeah yeah i was like someone already made our game so we can't make
0: no i was wrong there was another game i also made (laughs) shit i have mops on the brain (laughs) no there was i guess they were both for um a game but a game by its cover if you know that game jam which is Uh,
4: i don't think so
0: so there's a thing that happened in Japan, primarily for a po- for a period of time. Now it's very much more international, or or Westerners really fucking knuckled their way in there, depending on your perspective of things. But they were, it was like a art ex- art exhibit of making fake Famicom cases, like cover art. So the game jam was about uh-huh. making covers based on or making games based on those covers.
4: Okay, that's a cool concept.
0: So I was also going to make like um, that was the most recent thing I was I made while I was at Kineticon. Like, I coded a lot of it while I was there and nobody was going to the booth and I got bored. And I was making another game. I forget what it was called. Something about MOP. It was based on one of those cases, basically. So actually there was another MOP game <laughs> I made. Were you like would soak your mop in water and then, like, hit a broken light bulb, and then you would get electrical mop. I
4: guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> but
0: it was, like, it was, yeah, very sloppy. It was. It's a. It was a weird combination of. Wow, I've gotten much better at making games. I have made this very quickly. A lot of this code worked first time, but also, oh wow, this is not good. <laughs> 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 I. I mean,
4: pretty- I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a lot better for like the time period, like in terms of like the art and like the game itself, it's a lot better than I could make typically in like the allotted time, but yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm looking at it now, I'm like, Oh, I should oh God, I wish I could make games. How do you find time to make games?
4: <laughs> it is hard. We devoted the most uh, the global game jam to just working on mop boy it was a mop boy jam
0: perfect yeah i I have skipped on like doing all game jams since then like i I used to do a lot of those have you ever done like um global game jam otherwise or like even like other game jams like really dedicate yourself to that time period do
4: you done the Global Game Jam for the past three years, if you include our Mop Jam this year. Um, the first year, we made Mop Boy, and that's how it started. Um, second year, we made a game called Taylor's Tech Solutions. And yeah, that third year was just us mopping. Wow. Oh. So. But yeah, we've kind of turned it into like a little tradition where we yeah. always try to do the, the Global Jam in some capacity.
0: Okay, and always as, like, the Mop Boy team.
4: Yeah. Yeah, the three of us. All right. Yeah, because I've...
0: Have you ever done any, like, game jams where just, like, hey, let's get a bunch of strangers
4: together and figure this out? We've definitely, like, thought about just kind of grabbing random people and making a game, but I feel like the way that we act at game jams is just too... Absurd. Okay. And the way that we act when it's three a.m., we kind of feel like we should just keep it between us. (laughs)
2: Um,
4: We have this uh, part of our game jam tradition is we have this thing we call mop water. Yeah. Which is just a mixture of Monster Energy drink and um, this like pre-workout powder stuff that you add to liquid, and that's kind of just what drives us for seventy-two hours or however long it is.
0: Yeah, I I don't really drink too much energy drinks or that is to say i drink none of them except at events when they're giving them out for free so at one point i i think the most i've ever drank a red bulls was at like when i was at ohio con and red bulls sponsoring it and there was a thing there and i just like was chugging red bulls because it was the drink that was available <laughs> same with like a yes winger.
4: events where they give it out. go ahead
0: yeah no i have indie apocalypse rule number one if andrew is talking just <laughs> talk through him and it'll shut up
4: uh, no, I was just gonna say that uh, the events where they're giving it out for free are dangerous.
2: Yeah.
4: Like I used to be very into the whole Monster Energy drink stuff when I was in college, and then I stopped, and I was proud. And then I went to DreamHack to show off Mop Boy, and they had like, Mo- or Monster Energy coolers where you could just walk <laughs> up and grab however many. Like they just yeah. wanted you to take them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will say someone who used to drink <laughs> two liters of soda after school, like maybe multiple times a week and who just stopped. And when you go back to them, it tastes like dying. It's like you're poor. I
4: still like the taste. I, I I taste it and I'm like, this is what I've been wanting.
0: I, I think I can get, I think I push past it if I try, but like, I'm like, this is, I'm pouring syrup into my mouth.
4: (laughs) You would hate mop water because the pre-workout stuff makes it taste like super, super fruity. On top of the monster flavor. I don't, I think at My 3 My water bottle still smells like it.
0: <laughs> I think at 3 a.m. I could get into it. That's because I was at IndyCade. Yeah. And it was very hot out. And I was probably a little sick. And I drank like 4 to 6 to 8 collagen waters. Because they were giving them out for free. Dang. And I would not recommend collagen water. I'm, it feels like it's some kind of scam, I think. And
4: what is it i feel like it's probably not what it sounds like to me that it is i
0: think it's water with collagen in it like flakes of collagen. what is it
4: collagen? it's like collagen. Oh, okay so it is like something solid
0: yeah it's like skin stuff let me skin point what is <laughs> collagen? i feel like it in my brain is like skin stuff ba, ba, ba. Connected like tissues th- to the skin or what cartilage. kind of skin
4: stuff Oh, I okay, I see what you mean. Not like pieces of skin, but no. like things that your skin has yeah. slash uses. Yeah. Well that sounds healthy.
0: Uh, you know? Get in some that hot LA nails. sun it was everything I needed. <laughs> uh yeah, there's those people just give giving me more of them and I had to talk the entire time. And so so what is what is showing dream hack like?
4: uh so DreamHack was the one where we were next to state farm okay
0: is that in austin uh
4: no it was it was in atlanta
0: okay there's like a billion dream hacks aren't there
4: yeah yeah there are um DreamHack was it was an experience uh i had a lot of fun that was the one with, also with the monster energy drink coolers also maybe that's how i brought it up Yeah, but um there was like a ton of just kind of esports stuff going on everywhere, and like the caliber of indie games that were there were like insane. Like people with crazy budgets, or like people with just a ton of experience that have been working on a game for a while.
0: Now, Pitch, you talking a, really a huge game. budget. <laughs>
4: Paige, God, What's, what's
0: no. the Mopoid budget we're talking? We're talking six figures, seven figures, eight figures.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> It's a college budget, I'd say. Oh, Okay. So, Maybe it's a little bit better now.
0: So you open. But it's money. not.
4: <laughs> oh man, thankfully not. But um, I mean, you know, we have application fees that we can cover. Yeah. But we're not we're not paying out DreamHack to let us give out mops to hit people with.
2: Yeah,
0: I feel like that'd be a big hit at. DreamHack, I feel like you get the right crowd going, you turn into an esport in of itself.
2: I think
4: we you we weren't allowed to bring stickers to DreamHack because they were worried about like kids sticking them on the floor and stuff.
0: Oh yeah.
4: But I think we did it anyway. <laughs> if I remember correctly.
0: Well, as long as you make as long as you don't say Mop Boy, this is how to find us on your sticker and they don't know what the sticker is.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty Mop Boy E. Oh, but geez. also and this speaks to our budget. Our stickers look like business cards. We call them business stickers because okay. they're just like the cheapest kind of. Well, we have some better ones now, but like at the time we just had these very businessy, had our logo yeah. on them.
0: It costs money to make cut stickers in the shapes that aren't squares.
4: Yeah, it does. <laughs> but sometimes uh they have like deals where you can get like some really cool ones, but you can only get like 20 of them oh, and you okay. pay like 30 bucks. we oh, like like, can see. pay 20 bucks. It's like cool stickers. <laughs>
0: Like I said, you can get really cool ones, but you can only order them in like 20,000. No. <laughs> but um, what's the light? What was the weird question? What was the lighting situation like a dream hack? The lighting situation? Like, how bright were the lights? Normal brightness? Uh...
4: I feel like they were normal brightness. There was a time when they were kind of closing up the booths for the day. Yeah. And we kind of stuck around longer than usual. And they started setting up for a rave. And I guess they were testing those lights. Okay. And those were pretty crazy. Just kind of blasting everywhere. And the music was like the loudest thing I've ever heard. I feel like they were trying to usher out the last of the indie showcase people.
0: Because I've definitely been to – I've done like actual game events that are like weirdly dark and – like dimly lit
4: you know what maybe it, i mean there's no windows in, in the spa, yeah. in the space that we were in like some, it was just like, kind of like a warehouse yeah. situation
0: it's not like a dream hack for some reason i feel like the lights are off maybe that's just my weird imagination of dream hack but anyway it that's... really
4: affects the way time oh sorry <laughs> yeah.
0: oh it's like a casino
4: yeah yeah you walk in there and you walk out and it's just dark suddenly
0: and you're like, huh? Well, I guess I blew my entire day. Yeah, because especially if you're like with a team, you can just someone else can go out for lunch. If you're not the person who goes out for lunch, yeah,
4: you're, <laughs> you're,
0: you have no you have no frame of reference for what time means or what the day.
4: is. Yeah, you're just in the dark about whether you're not in the dark.
0: But that's. Well and good. Um, Paige, do you play video games?
4: No, I hate video games. Oh, thank God. I'm just kidding. I. <laughs> Shit, no, no, I wasn't prepared I don't...
0: for this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, uh, Jordan, I mean, definitely plays infinite amounts of video games. Don't yeah. let him make you feel bad about that. But um, I feel like my taste is like the opposite of Jordan's. Like I'm very into like Overwatch, and I've been into first-person shooters kind of throughout my life, and also sports games like Madden. And my favorite one is super old, and it's called NFL Street, and it's just like this crazy kind of like pickup game kind of grungy style where you can just pizza toss people and yeah, yeah. I remember the stiff arm them and they go flying.
0: The Street (laughs) brand of. E A, was it E A that made those games? I don't remember.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, I think I had a friend who had Ballers. No, wait, that was Midway. Same, same aesthetic, same feeling. That be, but it was a basketball game. All right.
4: I feel like they had an NBA Street, maybe. They
0: did have an NBA Street. I think that's why I was thinking that. But I was like, oh no, they just named. They obviously entered. They named NBA Street. Why would they make a different name? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how brands work, but Oops, oh, I, gotta get ah, I got ahead of myself. Sorry, I got sidetracked. I had to set up my next scene. I remembered I needed to do something, and then I remembered it and I did it. All right. So, video games don't need them. Don't care for them. Don't need. Mm-mm. Put them. Put them in the background. Get body.
4: them out of here. Yeah.
0: What are your feeling about? traveling very late in the night to get food pro con yes no
4: i'm very pro okay. pro traveling in the night to get food for sure yeah i feel like oh, i'm getting old though like younger me and by younger i mean like 19 year old i'm 24 so like oh, I'm not talking so young ago.
0: But... I mean, I'm older, <laughs> but i'm older but like not notice i i am i have crested up above i don't I can't. I can't let people. They need to think I'm young, so the millennials will join my zine and think I'm cool. Still.
4: Damn, I definitely shouldn't say that. I feel like thirty isn't old anymore.
0: Yeah. No. Listen. I'll let me. Let, if someone of secret indeterminate age, let me tell you, thirty is not that old. Then you can still <laughs> respect and have zoomer energy at thirty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And respect that kind of like yeah. lifestyle and. Listen, the real secret is all—all those, all those old people you knew growing up. It wasn't that they got old; it's that they were just always probably pretty boring.
4: Yeah, no, I—I I think you're super right. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely true.
0: So as long as you don't let yourself become like boring... I,
4: I yeah, yeah, no, I don't plan to. Yeah, I feel like I know plenty of pretty cool oldies.
0: Yeah, Paige, are you are you cool? Are you safe to say you're cool here on the re- this is on the record, by the way officially
4: <laughs> uh i feel like it'll immediately shatter my cool credit if i'd say that i think that i'm cool
0: hmm. well,
4: but i don't know what it would do if i said that i wasn't
0: right well it's just the best thing to do is as you did and just dodge the question
4: i feel like the best thing to do would be would be to be like i don't care if i'm cool oh, shit. It's like that's, that's the coolest answer
0: that is in fact the coolest answer but in, in knowing it and thinking about it too much and deconstructing it I'm sorry to bring it to you, Paige. You're not that cool anymore. But oh,
4: man, that's okay. Yeah. I didn't care to begin with. Oh shit! Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on left and right. Anyway, but um, what was? Do you remember the last? Speaking of being cool, have you have you gone to? Did you? Are you a regular concert goer, or were you you know pre quarantine?
4: Man, it's hard to remember anything from pre-quarantine. I think I was, I feel like i bopped around, went to a concert, did a jump up and down.
0: Okay. Cause the question that is, which is relation to being cool is, do you remember the last show you went to? Or I
4: think I was trying to remember the other day. Like I couldn't remember the last concert I went to. I think it was a Dan Deacon show.
0: Okay. I don't know who that is. So I'm going to say it's cool.
4: I thought it was cool. He, he does, like, a lot of electronic music. He doesn't, like, sing much or anything, but he's really into crowd work and stuff, and there was, like, a big... Uh, what's it called when they put, like, their hands... Like, you know, after kids' soccer games when the the moms do, like, the hand-to-hand, like, tunnel? The tunnel! They had a oh, huge okay. tunnel. They, he, like, instructed the crowd to turn into a tunnel, basically, that went outside the venue cool. and, like, wrapped around. Oh, and okay. Then I know. Back I... into the venue through, like, a different... Yeah, it was cool, and we just like ran through it because everyone got to go through it and then join it. Yeah, it was a pretty wild experience.
0: I was lying. I do know who Dan Deacon is. I remember this these album covers. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Got saved my save myself there. I probably <laughs> I I don't know all any of the songs off the top of my head, but I might listen to them. I remember this little hand with his tongue out.
4: I listen to a lot of music. You'll definitely remember if you listen to something. Yeah let's do a
0: lot of music and then it means that unless you talk about it sometimes or like repeatedly listen to an album over and over again it kind of like escapes your brain
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is yeah th- the fun of this show is it lets me like to make playlists i have to go back and listen to all this music i've downloaded over the years half the time, yeah. like, i don't even know what this band is what is K- what is kodak cameo what is casino wave it's very cool, as it turns out.
4: <laughs> I definitely couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, and I feel like it's especially hard to like know what songs are if you listen to things in albums.
0: Yes, like and you'll I be like, am... I
4: know this song, but it's just in the middle of like a forty-minute chunk of music that I right. listen to sometimes.
0: So this this was a subject of debate on a previous show. Paige, do you listen to albums? Do you are you an album listener, Do you or do you do you like shuffle and playlist, or do you listen to an album front to back?
4: Uh, I kind of dabble in both i think i feel like i had a huge album phase and there are currently some albums that i like to listen to yeah but i'm also getting into like the discover weekly on spotify so i've been kind of building like a a liked songs playlist that i've been shuffling around so okay kind of here kind of there yeah
0: what is what is one of your go-tos at the risk of sounding currently cool, cool or uncool
4: uh, my favorite album right now is called Personalia, and it's by Locate S1.
0: Okay. You yeah, it. it
4: came out during quarantine, so it's just kind of got the quarantine nostalgia, if that makes sense. It was like early quarantine.
0: Right, right. So it's like, well, I'm locked up. I need something to listen to. I have a bunch of free time yet. You don't quite know how to spend your free time yet?
4: Yeah, pretty much. I've been working on my free time, though, like – I've started skateboarding, which is super new for me, and it feels like an appropriate quarantine hobby to pick up.
0: Like, where, where do you skateboard? Just outside, I presume? Yeah, just
4: outside. There's, like, a parking garage near where I live, and I haven't been kicked out yet.
0: Yeah. Now, Paige, do you consider skateboarding to be a crime?
4: <laughs> no. Okay. I feel like I don't – maybe – Technically, and like being in the street, I think is a crime. It can be a crime. I'm sure a cop can be like, you're in the street and I don't like you. Well, and yeah. you're skateboarding and I don't like you.
0: Would you put? Would you put? A, would you put a sticker proclaiming that it was not a crime on the bottom of your skateboard?
4: Is this like a common skateboard sticker?
0: it's somewhere in my mind, skateboarding is not a crime. It's just like emboldened, like emblazoned across my brain as like a like a motto of skateboarding
4: maybe maybe i haven't been in the skateboard scene long enough but if i had that sticker i'd i'd probably put it on my laptop i feel like on the board is a little on the nose
0: yeah i recently got into laptop stickering actually like right at the beginning of quarantine i had zero and then i have a lot now
4: i got really into laptop stickering when i like when we started getting mop boy stickers
0: yeah I got, I got a bunch of, I can't remember what I got. You know what I got? I bought like a t-shirt, like a mountain goats t-shirt and I got a sticker that came with it. And I was like, what am I going to do with that? What the hell am I going to do with the sticker? I was like oh, I can put it on my laptop. And then I dug. Yeah. It's
4: a great through. go-to sticker spot.
0: Yeah. And then I dug through all my old Kickstarter stuff that I got over the years. Cause they send you stickers for no matter what you get and decide, Hey, which ones do I like and which ones do I not like? Do you, I
4: what, do feel like the laptop sticker is a big commitment, though. Yeah. Like, you gotta really think. Like, does this represent me? Right. Who's gonna see my laptop? <laughs> Although I guess, quarantine, you're not really sitting in coffee shops or anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is the, what is the sticker covering your logo? Covering the branding on your uh,
4: laptop. Um, where is my...
0: Is Mop Boy front and center, or is it somebody else?
4: Oh, I think it's I think it's a polyvinyl sticker. Oh, okay. Actually, wait, no. I think my my logo is uncovered. I don't know if oh. I just subconsciously made that stylistic choice.
2: No, I just I th-
4: never thought to cover it. I guess. I think it is. An <laughs> but now there's like, going to be a lot of thought going into that. Yeah, I think it is. Like,
0: it could be an important stylistic choice of whether or not you cover your laptop logo. <laughs> and, like, what it says about like what you put there. Do you do something yeah, obnoxious? Mine's- in Interact with the Apple Mine's in some way. A... Mine's a Dell. Yeah, so mine... I feel
4: like I should probably maybe cover it. People like to dunk on Dell. I feel like.
0: Yeah. I have like a remember. I have like a, a Sony, no, or HP or I don't know some windows brand as well. I forget what it is, <laughs> but. No. Well who's got like um, listen, you you're working on a student budget, which is probably like four to five figures. That you don't have time you don't have money for apples, Apple computers. Also No,
4: and I feel like the non Apple ones are better for like gaming and stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, like what were they port to? Like you don't you cause you need like like an Apple do you need what? Do you work in Unity? I'm just gonna take a guess. Unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need like an Apple OS to port to Apple with Unity? Actually, I don't know. Did I answer to that question?
4: I think I did try to download Unity onto an Apple before, and it was a big no. Oh, okay. So I feel like there's probably something you got to do.
0: Yeah, and I am. Maybe. I'm getting to the the hard technical questions that I am not equipped to ask nor answer. Let's avoid technical questions. Yeah, same. What? Sorry about that.
4: Oh, no, you're good. I don't know anything about porting and apple whatever
0: Computers, ray tracing um math that makes um video games go fast um page important question um if it's 3 a.m you're get you're you're jamming away at mob boy do you think a computer fan is suitable for heating up a lunchable pizza if you overclock it strong enough? Do you think your laptop could handle it?
4: Um, I think it could for my preferences because I'm like very into cold food.
0: Okay, so you're accepting so that So like
4: any time? amount of heating will be plenty for me. <laughs>
0: okay. This happened during a global game jam that the only overnight one that I attended in the middle of the night, someone was like, what if I overclocked my computer? Could I heat up this Lunchable? He could not.
4: I was gonna say this sounds kind of like a coming from experience. Yeah. Oddly specific question.
0: <laughs> it's, I, I, thought, I was thinking of it earlier because I felt like that it had very it had like big mop water energy.
4: And it does, that, yeah, that's fair.
0: And that made me think of that experience of that bizarre twelve person global game jam group that accomplished nothing. And.
4: I feel like it's possible to have too many people you on know, a game jam team.
0: A hundred percent. I was a producer that, that weekend and nothing got produced. Producer.
4: Yeah, what is, what is producer? What is that role in a game jam?
0: Well, I learned that what a producer was that night, it's you organize everything and make sure people stay communicating and figure out what your, what your pipeline is. And decide it sounds important. Hey, you know what? We can't finish this. Let's. What do you have on your Plex server? <laughs> Let's hook it up to the projector in this library. It was a mess. I recommend. I don't recommend <laughs> massive teams. Nothing got done. And then, uh, I, I, the game idea. I ended up making it myself in Game Maker like in five minutes or like less time because i don't know your opinions on this but they were using for some reason for like a puzzles they were using unity's built-in physics and i am not a fan generally of built-in physics because i think they're sloppy and precise or at least how people use them for the most part they feel like clumsy if they are not used well enough
4: yeah and I feel like puzzle games kind of need to be precise I mean I guess it depends on what kind of puzzle but yeah
0: the idea was the idea was and now I think of it was not unlike oh no it's not called Trapped what's the real name for that game that, that was called Trapped that one time the game about you make traps and trap people in them uh, I don't think I know what you're talking about Decept- Nope. I forget it. Anyway, it's lost to me now. The idea was you would get hit by like a hammer and move you 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 would take trap hits in a dungeon to solve puzzles and that seemed like it was a mess with physics. But that's beside the point, beside all of these points, we don't need to talk about weird global game jam experience that I had. Let's talk for let's talk for a brief minute. I got didn't talk about it earlier because we already talked about Mop Boy. But Paige, you, we never talked about Mop Boy, really. Tell me. Oh man, bit, you're right. <laughs> in your words about Mop Boy.
4: Um, um, yeah. So it's it's a uh, started at a game jam. Um, it's a 2D platformer. It's about a family that owns a pizzeria, and um, the one of the kids was just kind of passed on the mop from the oldest sibling down to the middle sibling, and you play as that sibling, that's my boy. And um, you're in charge of keeping the restaurant clean. But meanwhile, there's this bitter uh, health inspector that's got beef with the family that pops in and he's determined to shut the place down. And there's grease monsters running around everywhere.
0: (laughs) See, now I'm getting way more context. Jordan didn't mention that one, it was a pizzeria or that there was the prior established beef or that he was bitter. See, this is why you need multiple team members <laughs> on, on one show. you got to get the whole Yeah, I feel series. like you
4: get a different premise based on who you ask. Yeah, know that nor I know that Mop Boy was
0: a middle child, which I think can mean a lot. Because I, I, I don't it's know.
4: Definitely, there's some, you know, it, yeah. it influences the dynamic. Yeah. Or I guess speaks to the dynamic within the fam.
0: Right. I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I even know any male children.
4: Whoa. Jordan's a middle child.
0: Oh, he didn't tell me that either. All this context
4: he's leaving. <laughs> out. Yeah, come on, Jordan.
0: Dun- Those are important details. Right. When you come on this show, you're supposed to tell me your name, what you do, and your re- and like the number of siblings you have and where you sit within them, <laughs> age wise. Exactly. Get- These people need to get their acts together when they come on my show. I like to- I like this is a professional outlet. That we record here once a week. And, you know, try to have a good time. But, whatever. Anyway. Anyway, I need to stop. I've, I, the annoying thing about becoming a podcast or a radio host. I don't know, Technically, this is a podcast. But I like to think of it as a radio show more. Is becoming hyper aware of your own verbal tics. And how to avoid them and stop using them.
4: No, I feel like I'm running into the same sort of hyper-awareness. Yes.
0: Yes. Although,
4: I feel like you're doing this way more than me, so I can't even imagine.
0: I noticed that. I go, anyway, anyway, whatever, anyway.
4: It's a natural transition, I think. (laughs) I didn't think it was out of place.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Now, Paige, if if you had to give me an unnatural transition to the break, what would it be?
4: First thing that popped into my head was a hand fart. All right, and with that,
0: we will see you in like two and a half minutes. And hey, buckle in, folks. We're in for a fun. You're in for a fun ride. That was like a
1: worst. Oh wait,
0: what's that? Ride. Welcome back to Indie Apocalypse Radio. I'm just cutting some people off real quick. Hello, we're back. Everyone's here. Hey, everyone. How y'all doing? Hi, doing
1: great. Hey. Perfect. Doing um,
0: good. That was like that for the people who were here for the live show, they got my very first threatening song that I've played so far, which is if you're, if you're to explain it, I want to give context to it to Melt Bananas Untitled. It is the final track of that of the album's "Speak, Squeak Creek," and it is the all is all prior 24 songs played at once.) What? <laughs> <laughs> Also, Mel Panetta plays songs that are just like super fast, super loud, like minute and a half songs
1: Uh they're so like, they're quick, but they they gun you down
0: yeah and and, and the lead vocalist just kind of like screams and yells. They're like a Japanese like guitar drum duo or something. I don't know what instruments they both I think it's guitar and drums, and they just make a lot of noise, and I like them a lot..
1: Oh, yeah, okay
0: this radio this radio show is partially just so I can make people listen to music I like.
1: I will say if I had a radio show that's probably I'd just play my favorite like i'd I'd have interviews for like two minutes and then thirty minutes to play <laughs> my music and then like two more minutes to say bye bye' It's very
0: indulgent and I respect it and I am tempted sometimes. <laughs> My first um preamble was like eighteen minutes long and now they're about an hour lo- about half an hour long. Because I just like well, I can so easily fit a half hour worth of music up front and gives me a place to play like for instance a fifteen minute long track in the intro to this one.
2: Thank
0: you. I like doing that. But anyway, we've got everyone here. Did anyone have any questions for anyone else? then when they're like oh that person was talking about something interesting and i wanted to ask them a question but i didn't want to interrupt
1: oh, this is I, I did
4: want to point out that there actually is a mop dance slash song that exists probably on tiktok that wow. we didn't make but i think it's pretty cool
2: wow
1: I did forget about that. There were a lot of things I feel like while we were talking that I forgot about that Paige picked up later, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate because, yeah, the fact that I didn't mention pizza, like, okay, I guess. <laughs> the
0: fact that you didn't mention you went to DreamHack at all?
1: Yep. Just an entire convention that we spent multiple days at <laughs> that I
0: just
2: completely forgot about. But that's like...
1: The-
0: as someone who does these conventions alone it's very easy to forget most of the convention have them completely blow you by and go oh yeah that Mm -hmm. happened all of it i don't i remember three people from it i spoke to far more than three people
1: i also i will say so absolute unit i really didn't know what it was about but you explaining the premise was just, like, hilarious. Like, the fact (laughs) that the dog was like, oh, I want to get adopted, and I see all these dogs that are fat, and they have owners. Guess I gotta get fat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it sounds like dog logic and everything.
3: (laughs) A very old game at this point, but, like, very fun one to make because of how absurd it is. Listen, game's
2: old
0: stuff is... I am the number one defender of old games and old stuff in general, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Just I feel talk. like it just exposes the the personality of, like, yeah. like, pretty much I feel like anything that you make is going to have a bit of your personality, but the old stuff is just so raw. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> everything that's in there is probably just purely from round brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, if you're interested, I do can... Might I recommend hey, if you're interested in Absolute Unit yourself, might I recommend going over to IndiePocalypse.com and buying issue one of IndiePocalypse?
3: Yeah,
2: featuring oh, Absolute
0: yeah. Unit and nine other great games. Or really, you can just go to their itch page that's linked on IndiePocalypse. The Indiepocalypse <sighs> itch page, you can just download the game for free. I don't really mind support local devs. Yeah, exactly. I think it's important <laughs> enough just like, to get people to play the games. That's why I do f- those five community whatever copies each month. Because I think plenty of people are not going to buy them. But maybe if maybe if somebody bought, if no, so, someone didn't buy issue six, but somebody downloaded and is like, oh, I'm very excited about Mop Boy now. That's good enough. Though <sighs> so issue six, I think, is the best selling issue.
1: We got there's a lot. I I definitely I've only got like four issues of Indie apocalypse, I think, at at most. Um so there's a backlog there. Which speaking of backlogs, I noticed you seem to have a backlog in every like section of like media. Like you got like a music backlog that you're like one day I will go through all of these that I've queued up and I'll yeah. just listen to them and like games. Yeah, you. I feel like you probably have one for movies or something.
0: I do. I. I mean, I have ignoring ignoring like digital movies that I could watch. I have like physical like. I, I, listen. Okay, I, let's let's be honest. Pretentious guy started. I start. I run an independent video game zine. I enjoy the Criterion Collection. I'm not going to pretend I'm not one of the. <sighs> the truth <guys>. comes out. <laughs> so I. I do have a copy of. I think I can't see it from here, but I got the ones I got from last sale. I, I believe all I have left. Right, the only movies I have left are Pro le Faux and Do the Right Thing. I think are the only two I haven't watched yet. But yeah, I have a big backlog. I. Yeah. Twelve.
1: I guess another um very important question that I now have since I've been outed is uh what what member of the family are y'all like am <laughs> <Since laughs> the middle child
4: uh, I'm the oldest I'm the youngest
1: I've also youngest.
4: Yeah.
1: You got two youngest and oldest and a middle
4: No, I think two oldest, a youngest and a middle
1: I was
0: gonna say that math doesn't add up. Somebody hold (laughs) this. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, Yeah. I was just doing quick math to see that I turns out I have like 200 albums in my backlog right now. Oh my (laughs) god. Yeah, because that's four times 50 is 200. Yes. Well, more than that because technically, well, I I mean, I add like everything. So I go to Bandcamp and I add everything they put on there articles and they write they write a lot of articles. And I do like and I take like weird side trips into things anyway. Like I've gotten very into just like yesterday, what was it called? Drinking drinking boys and girls club choir or something to that effect. Drinking Boys and Girls Choir. It's a Korean punk band.
1: Drinking Boys and Girls Choir?
0: Yeah. With the, with the album Keep Drinking. Very good. It has a song called I'm a Fucking McDonald's. What? And it what? 100%. I think it's very important that a song with a good title also deliver, and it delivers the goods.
1: Excellent. We love that. Love that. Truly.
0: But anyway, that's like, yeah, I have big backlogs. And then I, I go through phases where I don't even, like, where I I f- focus on one of them more than the other, though I read and listen to music at the same time, so it's kind of like double dip in there.
2: Mm.
0: But that all aside, what is this? Nothing. Okay, I got I got distracted by something else. <laughs> no, that's fair. So, that was
1: me. I also I I just want to kind of talk about the prep that I I went into this with because literally, like I've got my laptop here, but on the other screen, I just had the trailer for Mot Boy on loop. So I didn't forget what our game was about. (laughs) (laughs) That's important.
0: But apparently you did forget a lot of details about Mot Boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which honestly, some of those were pretty important. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I tend
4: to access detail and you kind of do the opposite. The balance
1: is out. Yeah, I feel like I'm just like, well, there's a guy and he has a mop and that's our game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not even right. He's a boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: God. You gotta, you, already, you gotta get your act together. <laughs> where's your PR? Oh, what is your PR strategy?
1: PR strategy. That is Paige. Paige is the PR strategy. <laughs> I'm just the animator. She is everything except for that.
4: <laughs> i feel like our pr strategy right now is post on twitter sometimes
0: yes. <laughs> welcome to my pr strategy no actually i send a lot of emails <laughs> but i have an email i use GMASS, so i just send all of them at once but i have it but it imports their first name so it feels like i'm talking to that person individually but i'm certainly not
1: Wow! More truths unearthed. On <laughs> Apocalypse Radio.
0: <laughs> Indie Apocalypse Radio is all about telling truths. I am not afraid to tell the truth here on Indie Apocalypse Radio. <laughs> I am not afraid to. Uh, I've thought about it, like like I have no problem if like things are people are being shitty to be the person to say like Hey, that thing is being shitty. Stop being so miserable about it. If but I have no influence for that sort of thing at the moment but I don't know, it's complicated, it's all very complicated, Uh anyway, but that's, oh no, I was about to say it was beside the point, but I caught myself saying the same thing over and over again, and I'm tired of saying the same things over and over again. So well, I'm, I'm going to
1: pick like, up where you left off because even that is beside the point. Shit. <laughs>
0: You're allowed to say it because you haven't said it yet every other sentence. Woo, But, um, yeah. So there is no, like, there is a, a beautiful dream where one day I spend the time to make games for this last segment. Today is not that day. I have no games for this last segment. I don't know when I'll do that. I'm starting to actually schedule people in advance, so maybe it'll be some point soon, because I like the idea of having games on a show. And then one day, this show will just morph further and further from being a talk show about... I mean, it's already not about video games.
1: Wait, what do you mean about um, having games at, at this point in the show? Like,
0: You know, like... Games like if you've listened to podcasts that sometimes play games like trivia games or would you we wouldn't do would you rather because we don't do bit stealing on this show
1: oh I see so like us like like participating in a game at the end
0: yeah not like playing a game on Twitch and then being like although I I do also want to do that I have ideas for shows that I want to do like offshoot shows. Because this is fun to do and hang out with people. Like, I want to do a show where I play through games, like a book club, but for games about, like, I don't know, games I think are less heard of. Like, non-canonized games. Yeah. I also want to just, like, dig through the Internet Archive and make a show out of it. Of people's old home <laughs> videos, and you know, I think there's something in there. I like the Internet Archive. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff there.
1: Well, this has I feel like it's been cool, like listening in to everybody's interviews and then like clashing together at the end. Like I think that format's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I like doing that. I like this show, and it all de- it always like. Discovering the group dynamic once we get there, you know, discovering what it is. And some people are very, like, it goes for a while. Last, last show, like, we had, like, an hour post-show even. No records, just us, no rules. Wow. But this show, I believe, has, has the feeling of something winding down. So as we wind down the show, we get to the most important part of the show, or before the both part. anyone else have any last pressing matters to attend to? Any any last words? Shell otherwise so. holding peace and all that.
2: All right. Oh wait, actually I got a okay. quick yes. oh. <laughs> <just kidding.
1: laughs> I was gonna say is I'm a fucking McDonald's. Is that at all related to your question of what fast food place would you be?
0: Oh no, I never I never did answer that question, did I? <laughs> I would not be at McDonald's. I don't think. I don't know what kind of fast. I don't know what fast food I would be. Would I be? Would I be a Chipotle's like trash food that pretends to something a little bit better? <laughs> I, I listen. To answer that question forces me to do, go into deeper introspection than I'm prepared to at the moment, or ever <laughs> in life.
1: Well, we all had a had a real um,
0: come to God moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I would not be a Chick-fil-A, never in my life. That's good. You know what? Uh, you know what? I think I would be a Jersey Mike's, you know?
1: Jersey Mike's. OK. That's a good one. That's a good
3: one. Very, I, yeah. I think it's like very
4: a sandwich, kind of? Yeah.
0: I think it's salt of the earth. I think it's like, it's a very respectable workman like sandwich. It's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can just get this decently priced, not too great, not too bad, hot sub. And that's what I think, right? That's what that's me. Not too great. Not too bad. Hot sub. Hot sub. <laughs> <laughs> hot, yes. I'm, I'm giving away too many secrets here on the New apocalypse radio now. But, uh, Paige, did you have something I thought you were going to say?
2: uh i don't a, think so
0: okay i thought you had a also a pressing matter and that you had both spoken at once but if you do not then i will say welcome to the end of the show of indie apocalypse well it's almost the end of the show of the indie apocalypse radio instead we're at the plug section of indie apocalypse radio in which we go in which we go clockwise through these profiles that you cannot see if you were listening to this after the fact so Paige, what have you got to plug
4: Feel like I gotta just plug Mop Boy.
0: Seems seems sensible. <laughs> Anything else, anywhere?
4: Uh, yeah. Okay. Twitter at MopBoyGame. Game. Instagram at Mop Tumblr also at Mop oh, But we haven't posted matching, there in like a year.
0: The hat trick of matching matching handles, perfect. Cam, what have you got to plug?
3: Um, if you follow me on itch, that actually has most of my links, it's C-M-R-N-P-R-R-Y at uh, dot .itch.io. I don't know how you search on itch. But yeah, that has a link to my Twitter, my actual portfolio, and my itch has all the games I've made, whether they're good or bad. <laughs> Perfect.
0: No shame. Don't do what I did where you call the stuff you're especially ashamed of.
3: No, you, you get to see it all. <laughs>
0: in, in all fairness, I did not delete the pages. I just hid them from my page. <laughs> Fair enough. Not even not even from public view. You could still find them if you knew where to look for them. Mm. Like, I think Blitzkrieg Mock might be hidden, but apparently it's got great SEO. Jordan, what, what have you got to plug?
1: All right. So since Paige already plugged Mop Boy Game, I'm going to have to plug Wilton Creamery. It's this ice cream place in Fort Lauderdale because I went to visit Fort Lauderdale with Paige one time and they have such, their ice cream is so good. Like it is so they got like, they got like, well, okay, wait, it's just cause it's like two seconds. Um, It's just spelled as you think Wilton, like W I L T O N creamery. I don't know how you find them, but I'm sure Google, I'm sure you have that. Just head down the (laughs) If You're ever in the area. (laughs) They got the ice cream
0: i don't know if i'll ever be in that area but do they have conventions down there i assume they must have conventions in fort lauderdale
4: uh honestly i don't think they have a very heavy convention scene but i could just not be involved enough to know
0: but so maybe i will but i'll think about it i'll put it in it'll be stored away somewhere in my brain and then i'll think oh wilton creamery
1: well, before – because something else I'd like to posit okay. is that life is long, you know? So maybe before you die, <laughs> oh, you just want to travel all the way to Florida for one ice cream.
2: I,
0: I thought once what it would be like to town hop across Massachusetts, staying one day in every town. Ooh. Just, like, really experiencing things town by town but that would take a lot of like extra time and money but
1: that's true that does sound expensive in terms of time and money yeah
0: and i just i don't know i like traveling sometimes and seeing like you know all of these towns are full of people all living 24-hour days who don't know who i am i don't know who they are but they the world is big and long and we are not there there are no stories and we are not characters in them Whoa! And with that, I will say, go to indiepocalypse.com and buy indiepocalypse. Indiepocalypse indiepocalypse.com/slash-submit to submit your game. indiepocalypse.com/slash-patreon to basically get charged monthly for the game for the things and just have them delivered to Patreon. Or if you want to hear this radio show, if you are tuning in right now and you want to hear the radio show like the Monday after, and you're like, ah, shit, I missed it. At five dollars, you can get it. There's a Discord. It's, you know what? It Guess what it is? com slash Discord. People kind of talk in there sometimes. I don't really use it, but whatever. You know, people like Discords. I said, hey, do you want me to turn this into a forum? Someone's like, eh, I don't care. I was like, yeah, good point. I don't care either. <laughs> um, whatever. com slash radio is how you go here. Tell your friends to subscribe and if, if they are sitting on a Prime subscription, tell them, and they're like, I want to use my Prime subscription, but I never want to use it when people are streaming because I don't want them to shout me out on stream. Well, you know what? I don't shout anyone out on stream, and I'm barely streaming, so you can do it. I'm offline. You can do it. I'm online. I will never be like, Yo, thanks, Spong Lord, for the 12 month sub, and I won't play a gift during it. I respect your privacy, and I don't. I will die before I become a Twitch streamer. With no, with no disrespect to Twitch streamers, but that life ain't for me. Those vibes ain't mine. I think I have all my redirects. Um, if you're listening to this live, in slash sale, it's lit, the Lunar Itch.io New Year sale, whatever. It's still going. $10.05 for an issue of Indie Apocalypse, Or buy five and get one free. The price is never going lower. Oh, no. I, fuck. I have uh, attained the voice affectation accidentally of Mark Prosch on On Cinema, and I'm going to close this show because I'm weirding myself out like this, and I don't like it. Anyway, um, goodbye, everybody. That's the end of the show.
2: Wow. Bye.